Welcome back to Black Me Up Podcast, everybody. I'm Day. And I'm Lily. And we are a weekly-ish podcast that discusses life, culture, and adulthood from the perspectives of two Black women living in Seattle. And we are so excited to be back, baby. Mm. (laughs) I'm very happy. Uh, A lot has happened, and you guys can probably tell, like, if you're a listener and you follow me on Twitter or on Instagram, um, then you probably realize that these past couple of months have been... A shift and I'm grateful for it <laughs> and yeah uh, we'll talk about that in a sec but Lily go ahead and let the people know what you've been up to what you've been doing oh shit <laughs> I will in the process of moving and then uh, yeah. just mom life in general my son started school ah yay congrats to him yeah, this is, it's over, what's it called? Uh, it's over Zoom. So oh, that's cute, precious. He doesn't get to actually physically go and, like, see his classmates, but mm. it's, I mean, he, I don't think, either way, he likes it because there's other kids regardless. <laughs> um, so helping him with that and getting comfortable with the concept of school. Mm-hmm. my internship and then and yes and i don't think for the last episode because i don't think we posted like when you talked a little excuse me a little bit about it do you just want to give like them a little bit of what your internship is yeah I, it's analytics pretty much so um i just get a shit ton of data and i have to whatever problem they want me to solve i figure it out based on the data that is provided and it's a school district, so we have a lot of IT problems, specifically. <laughs> um, right. They focused on teaching the kids, not focused on the software. Right. No, seriously, it's, especially the district that I'm in, it's like, they need a lot damn. of fucking help. Um, damn, damn. Good thing you're there. Right. It gives me a lot to put under my belt. So, um, yeah, doing that... And then trying to integrate into the whole Zorotopia with Deja. Yes, gang, gang. Later. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also making a habit of, you know, being an artist and, and getting my work out there and being consistent and all that and networking with people. Just trying to do a lot of different things and programming, learning Python so I can do some, like, cool back end shit that I, I have oh my like, god I can't wait for projects. y'all to see yeah yes, it's I can't wait for y'all to see a shit ton of projects that I have that I want to accomplish and it's I know it's going to take some time to get there and that's what I'm trying to do is making sure that I get there <laughs> <laughs> exactly so, exactly a lot, a lot on my pl- and my health, trying to stay active and enjoy mm, that and part. Personal stuff as well, and yeah, I guess at some point you don't realize how much you're putting on your plate until mm-hmm. you look back and you're like, "Oh shit, I forgot to do that." AKA the podcast. <laughs> Facts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shit, we have a whole entire fucking podcast and a, a community of people <laughs> waiting on our ass. 
waiting on our asses, honey. Seriously. And it's it's crazy. It's crazy. But I'm so No, glad. that's funny. But it's also super cool when you think about it that we have curated this cute little ecosystem of listeners that really nice. enjoy our perspectives and love what we're doing. And also knowing our listeners, they were like, Psh, we knew this was coming. True. True. <laughs> oh, you know us so well. You're right. They know us so good, so well. Because this is what, actually, I don't even know. Over 10 times, I'm pretty sure we've just gotten lost in our personal life and then... But the amazing thing is, but my favorite thing about this little break is that this little, what, March through June, four months, five months, this Mm -hmm. little five months is the beginning of the rest of our lives. Like we've put so much groundwork in and like we're getting, I don't want to say we're finally getting recognized, but that's what it feels like. It feels like we're getting recognized and getting our worth and like we're able to like be in spaces where we've dreamed of, you know what I mean? Like it was just at the the end of last year when we were like, yo, let's make a list of all the places that we want to go. Even if it's like the most out of this world thing, even mm-hmm. if we don't think we'll afford it, let's just write everything down. And we wrote it down and like, it's <laughs> I've hit like three of those places and now yeah. it's time for both of us to go and like finish off the rest of this year together. Exactly. It's, it's crazy and a lot of the stuff that we are doing outside of the podcast is kind of like hand in hand with what the podcast is about in a sense you know exactly community building building an ecosystem surrounding yourself with people you love being able to have the freedom to share Mm -hmm. your art in these spaces because we've curated yes expression so all of it every single thing that that journey that path should i say we're trying Mm -hmm. to make that path that we're what's the word i'm looking for Hmm. that Hmm. path that we've always wanted for ourselves and that we yes in a sense Mm -hmm. and so i agree i mean it's takes a lot of work but <laughs> it does yeah it does hence gone for five months <laughs> but i'm excited to be back and i'm excited to talk in depth about everything and yeah i'm, I'm pretty sure our fans are excited too I know that they're excited. Okay, so since y'all excited, let's go ahead and move on into this. We're going to do a hopscotch episode. We're going to be all over the place, just a little bit, just a little bit. But I feel like as if, as with every hopscotch episode, there's a general theme. So let's just go ahead and jump right into it. The first thing I want to do is to shout out our little our little black business. Um, We have a black business that we have pulled up and this one is actually, (laughs) it's a black project in Web3 that I am now a part of and I'm so grateful. I've wanted to be a part of this project for the past year and I finally am. So without further ado, I am officially a loser. (laughs) Where's the like audio for the celebration? Yes, right, right, right. We, we, we. I'll add that in post. <laughs> Y'all, we a mess right now. But um, yes, losersclub.io, if you guys type that into your search bar, 
Um, it is about building the strongest underdog community in NFTs. This is the rise of the losers. The Losers Club was created by Javon. He clearly was never cool, quote unquote, but in parentheses it says the best of us aren't. His goal is to sell art, put money back to the holders to do whatever they want, and create a hub for all losers to commune and create together. So, uh, some incredible people are a part of this community, including Latasha, including Iman, and some more of my uh, friends. And now I am too, like I'm tripping. I, <laughs> when I, uh, you know, when I got the NFT, I literally cried. My boyfriend was like, you're crying over a JPEG. I was like, no, literally, I fucking know. I fucking know I'm crying over a JPEG. <laughs> but I was just happy because it's just about what, what the community represents. And now that I am a part of it, I want y'all to know, no, I'm not selling my fucking loser. Back the hell up. I'm holding that bitch for at least 25 years. At least. And I plan on buying three more, so. That's so exciting, though. It's very exciting. Um, there are so many different projects in the Web3 ecosystem that, you know, are valuable, but that are also pump and dumps, but that are also like just rug pulls and a means for people to just get as much money as fast as they can without building out actual roadmaps. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And like when you see these actual projects created by groups of black and brown people and like they're helping uh they're helping different creators and different artists and also providing safe spaces and web3 for us then those are the projects that we need to invest in and i'm so happy that i'm a loser and i'm <laughs> and i'm so happy that um I was able to meet Javon and the rest of the crew because uh, they repped the 206 and that was probably <laughs> the most uh, once in a lifetime experience that will ever happen. I don't think I'm ever going to say, yeah, I'm from I'm from Everett and people are going to be like, yo, yeah, shout out to you. It's <laughs> like, that's never going to happen. Yeah. So, um, but I'm also glad I'm saying that to say doing the podcast makes me happy because one of these days somebody's going to come up to us and say, Hey, I'm from Everett. I'm from Shoreline. I'm mm -hmm. from Edmonds. I'm from Marysville. And like listening to you guys really helped me realize that I can be better and I'm better than my environment and I'm better than what I thought that I could be. So thank you for that. And so thank Javon for that. And when our time comes, uh, then, you know, thank you to any listener that feels honored enough and blessed enough to tell us that. Yay. But that was just a whole, like, that was just a sentence, sentences of manifestation. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. <laughs> it, it, who knows at this point? Shit, right, it very well possible. could. I'm... Anything is possible. <laughs> There's so much that has already <laughs> happened that, like, we talked about. And it's, like, Amen to that. Yeah. So, patience. Mm -hmm. Patience and persistence is just, it'll happen. Mm -hmm. Amen to that, Lily. See, I love hearing that shit come out your mouth. When I doubt myself, <laughs> Lily got me. When Lily doubts herself, I got her, okay? Exactly. But when Whoa. we both doubt each other, then who the fuck got us? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, that's when we go isolate and have a mental breakdown and then right. come back. <laughs> 
Yeah, facts, facts. That's when I disappear for a good week, then come back like 20 pounds right? later. And like, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, never again, never again. We take care of ourselves. Exactly. No. <laughs> but yes, okay. So with that being said, so when I wrote the episode layout, because y'all know I love a good fucking layout, okay? But but we never fucking follow it. But when I wrote this episode layout, then I just wrote like <laughs> Beyonce, yes, new album, yes. But before I go into that, then there are a couple other like things that I want to say just because we use our platform. I like to use my social media. Like, I don't know. Let me just say this. Fuck men. Fuck men who think that they can control our bodies. And also, I want women to know that we got each other. We need to just constantly be praying for each other, keep each other lifted and make sure that we all have resources to provide someone else if they need it. It doesn't matter if you need it and it doesn't matter if you don't think someone else needs access to safe abortions or to safe. It it just doesn't matter if you believe in it or not. Right. <laughs> Women's safety women's lives are on are at stake because of the choices that men think that they could make over every single fucking body and that it's not right and mm -hmm. i didn't want to start off this episode or end this episode without saying like our body our fucking choice and as a woman i feel like every woman should at least should have access to safe abortions there's just so so much that doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. the whole aspect of this abortion making it legal legalizing blah 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 it's just a lot of it is unfair and a lot of it doesn't mm -hmm. make sense and it's just really really sad that this is reality you know yep and especially being on that shitty end of the stick as a woman mm -hmm. it it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, because not every, you know, not every child getting aborted was, you know, so many different things can happen. We need to think of people that got raped. We need to think about people who got molested. We need to think about people who are not in a financial stability yeah, in a financial so state reasons. to take care of children there's so many yeah. different reasons that women need to be protected and to just take away the right it's it just i just hate it i hate it here and i hate it in america one thing i am grateful for is that washington is a safe state and abortions are still legal here mm -hmm. so shout out to washington right it's there's so many reasons that I feel like a lot of people are not considering in positions that are higher up, you know, and mm -hmm. it just shows that, it, it, again, going back to how fucking crazy it is, it's like 90% of these people making these decisions don't have a uterus, so. Yeah, exactly. So, Speak on it, Lily. Exactly. Who are you to make a decision about something that you've never experienced, never had, and aren't ever going to in a sense you know so I feel bad and I get it I get it people have their own opinions their own ideas and how you know pregnant pregnant women or 
non-pregnant should be treated and whatnot based on their perspective of life and their religious backgrounds and whatnot which is great Mm -hmm. but why can't we like why can't we respect both in a sense where Mm -hmm. i i can have my own choice like i just don't understand but i don't understand in like a personal level why why does me choosing to do something with my body affect you Mm -hmm. in any way someone do you get what i'm saying saying, saying. and with that being said listeners if you guys need access to safe abortions then please check our description we will make sure that we have as many resources listed below as possible as well as different pages that you could follow so thank you guys so much for listening we're gonna go take a quick break and we will be right back to talk about or to lighten it up with some beyonce okay okay (laughs) welcome back everyone we are back um, so as everyone might know, Beyonce dropped, uh, <laughs> I kind of want to do this in order. So I believe she dropped her merch box sets first before the, yes, she dropped her merch box sets first before the single came out. I remember because I was at home when people were like, yo, Beyonce.com, Beyonce dropped merch box sets, Renaissance. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. So guess what I did? I copped two. I no copped way. two of them. Yes, I did. I was like, okay, there's one, there's two, there's three, and there's four. Four is Beyonce's favorite number. And number two, mm-hmm. Beyonce's top two, but she ain't number two. So I'm going to get two. <laughs> and then I asked my mom, I was like, mom, I've always taken my Beyonce stuff from you or, you know, your Beyonce CDs from you. <laughs> and now that we are at a place where we can afford a little something, something, when Beyonce drops, which which Beyonce number do you want? She's like four. I'm like, perfect, because I was going to do two anyway. It was between two and four. So my mom has number four, and I have number two. And then I was like, but number one could have been dope too. Uh, and then number three, but it's okay, it's okay. And then when I was in New York, then Break My Soul dropped. And I was in the Uber, and I listened to it. And I'm sad. I listened to it seven minutes after it dropped. I'm sad because I wasn't in the right mental place to listen to it because I wasn't receiving the message. But I was like, okay, Beyonce speaking, Beyonce speaking. And then the next day it played in a event that we were at. And I was like, oh, Beyonce is speaking. Come on. And I heard her talking about, you know, I just quit my job. And I was like, yes, bitch, because that's what a bitch did literally last (laughs) month. And like when I was finally able to listen to the song yeah. in full, I was like, yo, this song is everything that I needed and more. And also, I'm very glad that she didn't drop it when I was still at my job that I hated because I would have walked out at the first chorus. The, really? <laughs> the moment that Big Frida said, release your mind, release your job, release your stress. I would have been like, bye. Released <laughs> immediately. Released. Mm-hmm. Message received. But with that being said, I really wanted to tell you guys the story of me quitting my job because it was past time. And I'm more than positive that I was up on the podcast complaining about how bad I wanted a new job anyway. Um, Right. I I was also on Twitter (laughs) talking about fuck this job. But then I was like, you know what? Let me stop. (laughs) Thank you. I'm glad you did it. (laughs) 
yeah i was like now you can stop yeah exactly but okay here's the story and i even pulled up the email from my hr that they sent me like yeah i'm gonna get into it but so i had come back from austin in like march because i went to south by southwest and then my job hit like i came back and i was like yeah you guys i'm gonna be traveling more I'm planning on going to California in April. I gave them the exact dates and then the dates passed and I was still at work, um, the initial dates. And I told them, yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting on getting the official dates. Everything's still getting like planned and everything. And uh, they were like, okay, sure, that works. You know, just let us know. I gave them, then once I found out the dates, I gave them the sticky note. <laughs> So that they could write it down. Be, and I gave them a sticky note because I hated like communicating with my management. Because it was just like whenever I would be like, hey, yeah, I got to go somewhere. Which never happened, you guys. I never went anywhere until I started going somewhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. Um, I gave them the sticky notes. And I was like, yeah, this is the dates. This is where I'm going. This is how long I'm going to be gone for. And then I even told them the day after I get home, like, just give me one day of rest and then I'm going to be back to work immediately. Just like when I went to South by Southwest, I was literally back at work immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, Then they were like, yeah, sure, that works. That works. Fast forward to, yeah, fast forward to a day, two days before I'm supposed to leave. Um, Management has a stand up with everyone in packaging. Um, and this is at the cannabis warehouse, y'all. I worked at a cannabis warehouse in the packaging department. So it was like 15, 20 people. No, like 17 or people or less because everyone would always call out, LOL. Um, but I was there every single day. Um, but she had a stand up and she was like, yeah, you guys, uh, packaging didn't meet quota. So I'm canceling everybody's vacation time. And in my mind, I'm like, not mine. I leave tomorrow. I don't know where she thinks she gets off doing that. Like mm-hmm. everything's already booked. Everything's planned. Boom. I'm I'm not going to take this seriously because she's not talking to me. At the very end of the stand up, she calls me to the front to talk to her at her desk. And she's like, yeah, so Day, what is, what is this? She points at the sticky note and there's question marks that she wrote all over it. Then I'm like, yeah, um, I've told you guys that um, I have this little, I told you guys that I'm an assistant. Um, and like that I'm going to be giving you guys my dates when I'm going to be leaving. And so I gave you guys the dates and I'm going to be back at work immediately. Um, and she's like, yeah, but packaging didn't meet quota. So I'm canceling this. And I told her, um, well, I'm not going to accept that because the trip is literally tomorrow. Everything is paid for. This is a business trip. And I know that, and you guys are aware of that. I'm super, this is also something that I'm super excited for. You guys also know that I don't travel a lot. Um, And then she was, uh, and then I, at the very end of that, then I was like, and if we could be, and if I can be completely honest with you, I was hoping that I would have been had an interview for this job that I really want, but it hasn't came yet. And I'm just trying to be patient with you guys because I want to put my two weeks in and I want to leave this job respectfully. And she was like, oh, so you're putting in your two weeks right now? I I looked at her and I was like, no, no, I'm not. I'm trying to be, be honest with you and be real with you in this moment because like, you know, I need to explain this to you and you need to understand. And she, and after just going back and forth with her and just looking at my other manager, the floor manager, um, who I always talk to, I'm going to call her A. Mm -hmm. Um, 
A was just standing there on her phone, like not saying anything. And like, I looked back at E, I'm gonna call her E. And she's like, she, whenever she would come into work every fucking day, every day since I've been there, she came in frantic. She would never say hi to me or, or my boyfriend. She'd never say hi to my, me nor my boyfriend. And then like, finally, one day I went to, I told uh, the CEO and he's not the CEO, but like the main dude of the company, I was like, yo, it makes me uncomfortable how she treats me. Like she doesn't say hi to me. I say hi to her. I'm always hella respectful to her because I don't want her to think that I have anything against her. And he was like, hey, you know, I'm sorry whatever whatever it never changed she started like bringing her laptop up to me and being like hi day but she'd always do it when my headphones are on which is why whenever she'd come up to me i'd make sure my music was off so that i could hear whenever she'd do her cute little hi days i'd be like hi e how are you doing mm -hmm. but yeah that that aside that aside um which is weird after well. going back and forth with her yeah she she was a lot and my boyfriend told HR that she's prejudiced. He was fired the next day. No. He was fired the me. next day. <sighs> so I would go back to my desk after, after being like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna just go back to work. I look at the clock when I'm back at my desk. There's, it's literally five minutes until last break. And there's like an hour and a half left of the entire day. I grab my stuff. I leave my work just there on the table because whatever and I just walk out and I give them the peace sign and I say bye and then I go change I go to the front office and I just go talk to the home girl who's sitting there I don't even remember her name um but yeah I'm just like hey if SB gives you a call and says that says something something just know that like I forget what I told her but I just I just wanted to explain myself I just wanted to be like hey She's probably going to make it seem worse than what it was, but I just want you to know that that's not, not what happened at all. And then she was like, oh, SB already called me. And I was like, boom, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I didn't give my two weeks. And um, honestly, I'm, I'm walking out right now because I'm upset. I'm mad at the way that she's treating me. And also I'm mad that I feel like I never get listened to. And then I maybe sat with her not sat with her, but like I stood up there while she like listened to me for like 15, 20 minutes. And then I was like, you know what, this isn't going anywhere. <laughs> um, I'm just going to go ahead and just go call, go call an Uber. And then I just fucking walk the fucking, the warehouse is literally in the middle of nowhere. I had to freaking just walk. I had no idea where I was. Well, I knew where I was going because I worked there for hella long. But I was like, yo, like, what am I doing? Because if I just walk, then there's going to be a point of time where I can't stop walking because I'm literally on the side of the street. Okay. So I would just have to keep, keep going. And so I just did. I was just like, fuck it. I just walked to the, to the Walmart. And I was like, okay, I can't afford an Uber from here. So I walked to the closest Safeway. And I was like, okay, I could afford to get taken to the bus stop. Um, and then I think I was, I think I ended up, yeah, no, Uber let me run negative. Um, like I only had like $11 in my bank account and it took me like 40 bucks to get all the way home. And Uber actually said, hey, there's no funds in your card, but we're going to allow you to uh, book this ride because you're a loyal Uber rider. And I was like, holy shit. I did that immediately and I just Ubered home. I went home and I just started crying. I didn't even tell my boyfriend like that that happened. And I just packed because the next day it was time for me to go to California.
Right. And um, yeah, I packed. I just, I cried all my way to the airport. I Ubered myself to the airport. And then I cried all my way to the airport. I cried in the plane and I cried when I landed. And then I tried to clean my face up because I was like, okay, this is, I'm about to be in front of Latasha again. Like, I don't want her to see me sad. I don't want anyone to know I'm sad. And then two days later, it was like on a, no, because I got there Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. On Tuesday, I got this email from HR. Hi, Day. E told me that you gave your two weeks notice last week and left early without approval on Friday. Additionally, she mentioned that you requested time off this week and she did not approve it because of the quotas required for packaging this month. You did not show up for work yesterday and today and have not contacted her for your supervisor's approval. So this about this. So I am going to assume that you are not coming back. If I don't hear from you, I will terminate your employment. Your benefits will be in place until the end of this month. And if you choose to continue group insurance through COBRA, then contact them and we will teach you how to do so. We will pay out accrued vacation time accordingly. Please send me a formal resignation letter or communication about your current status. Thank you. And I saw that. Okay, she sent that at 9.55. At 10.38 on the same day, I saw that and I said, yes, please, period. Thank you, period. Have a great week, period. And I, and I said, and I quoted my full name. I said, you know, Dave right. McMorris or day unique but my full name and then she was like <laughs> the next day at 8 45 a.m she was like hi day i just want to confirm that you quit and that you want me to pay out your vacation time please confirm this then i just said yes comma i confirm period i'm like i'm sick of you guys literally f you guys f everything that you guys put me through at that place i was the only black woman at that company for three freaking years i was the highest I made some of the highest numbers that entire time. Y'all treated me like a fucking man when I was there because I was the only person that would take out trash. I was the only person that would do recycling. I was literally the only person who would listen to anybody when it would be like, hey, can we get somebody to do this? I look around the room. Nobody wants to do this. Well, this needs to get done because we're a fucking team. Hey, I'll do it. It's the way that they treated me, my boyfriend, and some of the other people there was not right at all and not to even mention the way that they treated us for fucking covid they wouldn't let me or my boyfriend or people that lived in the same house sit in the same car it got to the point when me and my boyfriend were like yo we're we're safe we're being safe we're wearing our masks we're just sitting in the car he would sit in the front seat and i would open up the trunk and i would sit inside of the trunk like in order to make them comfortable and security would drive around and then they would point us out and they would be like hey y'all can't be in the same car and then as we would leave the car every fucking time we would leave the car i would peep inside of other people's cars there's two three people in a car sharing blunts it's my man and i and then it got to the point this one girl i forget her name at this point now but she she came up to me as we were coming back inside from lunch mm -hmm. and she was like day i really need you and your man to not be in the same car or else we're gonna all lose our fucking jobs and i was like bitch what and at that from there on i stopped speaking i stopped speaking at that job because i was no. so tired <laughs> i just go in with my headphones on and i just wave at people and even once I got comfortable speaking to people again, mm -hmm. I would be like, hey, y'all, how are y'all doing? Da, da, da. My manager would call me out and be like, day, get back to work. And it's like, uh -huh. I can't even say hi. I can't even say hi to people. 
Oh, they made that shit. I hated that job so much. And I stayed there for three fucking years because I was... I stayed there for three fucking years because I knew something was coming and because I'm not the type of person to just leave a job and be at home. Like, I refuse. I I mentally can't do that. I've done it before and I went, I ran myself so negatives into my fucking bank that I was like, yo, I I can't ever again. (laughs) And... I literally hated that job, even down to fucking people not even washing their hands. And it's in the middle of COVID. I would be in the bathroom. I'd be in the stall. I'd hear people flush, go up to the freaking mirror. Not even go up to the mirror. They'd open the door, go straight out of the door. And then several times I was washing my hands as people came out of the door. It's like, or as people came out of the stalls, they'd fix their hair pump lotion into their hands the communal lotion that was standing on the freaking counter they just pump their hands with lotion wipe it open up the door go back to work it's like yo we work in a weed warehouse y'all we use gloves and all that shit but wash your fucking hands are you serious i i broke down in december on the phone with my mom this most recent December. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mom, I'm sick of it here. I'm sick of it here. And she was like, don't worry, something's coming, something's coming. And exactly a year before that, so that was 2021 December, 2020 December, I called my mom um, on the bus, just heading home. And I was like, I was crying and I was like, mom, I don't know why I feel it in my spirit. Like I feel that something that our lives are going to change. And like my mom, knowing the person that she is, Lily knows my mom's like, hallelujah. Like yeah. she's like, hallelujah. <laughs> yes, baby. Yes. My prophetess speak. And I'm like, but mom, I feel it. like something's going to change. And like, I know that, that we're going through some of the hardest stuff right now. Like, but mm-hmm. I feel like our lives are going to change. <sighs> and then, last December, 20, December, 2021, Latasha reaches out to me to be her assistant. I get my fucking rent paid from the County because I was back like five months of rent. I get my utilities assistance paid because I was back on the utilities. Like and this is everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Say that again. You were working at the factory. Yes, I was working there making fucking 16 fucking dollars in three years. They only gave me a 25 cent raise. Only one raise for three years. I only got one raise. 25 cents. What the fuck is that supposed to do? Exactly. It was like. It was either 25 cents or 75 cents, but I literally remember it not being a dollar. And I remember my manager, you know, calling everybody up one by one to go into the hall talking about, yeah, I talked to HR and they're approving me to raise everybody's uh, salary 25 cents or whatever the fuck she said, 75 cents, whatever. And I was like, yo, thank you so much, E. Like, I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Like, I was so grateful to get a raise at the time. Yeah. And, like, I'm so pissed 
off by how they treated me (laughs) and like these tears aren't even like sad it's like anger it's like the Mm -hmm. fact that I fucking dealt with that and didn't leave earlier also relief (sighs) probably now it's a relief it's such a relief I don't even remember all the shit that they did to me but it was so fucking much y'all like and for the break room to be on the second fucking floor how come we have to walk up 28 steps to get to the break room we have people who are older that work there you know what i mean the only access to a refrigerator to microwaves to fucking chairs is up a flight of stairs you're telling me security couldn't have used that as their overwatch and y'all couldn't have given us one of these many freaking rooms that y'all shove weed inside of emptied it out and turned it into a break room to be more convenient for all of your fucking don't Oh my god, my first week there, my first fucking week there, and I'm glad that I don't remember who told this to me, because mm-hmm. I'd call you out right the fuck now. Mm-hmm. My first week there, I was like, is this the only break room? Um, Is the only break room on the second floor? There's nothing, like, on the bottom? And then they were like, no, most people just eat in their cars, you know, or, uh, yeah, or just go up to the break room. Then I was like, but what about people who are disabled? What about people in wheelchairs? Then they were like, oh, we don't hire those type of people. Ha, ha, ha. Then I was like, oh, my God. No. That comment has stayed in my head for years. And I'm so, you're lucky that I don't remember who the fuck you are. Because I'd call you out right now. Fuck you. Fuck that job. That's all that I'm going to say about that. Because I already know in the future some more stories are going to come out from how the security treated us. Don't even tell me about the time security pulled up to me and my boyfriend as we were walking back inside. And I wasn't listening to that man. So he said, hey, lady, listen when I'm speaking to you. My boyfriend went the fuck off on that man. And I let him. Why? Fuck you too, so, Fucking like, Bob. So much disrespect. I don't understand. Like, how's that going to Disrespect. Help doesn't help any fucking body my entire time while I was there I just accepted it because I didn't give a fuck I did give a fuck but I was like where am I gonna go what are you gonna I do? can't yeah. find a job in the area any closer that'll pay me more than 16 dollars oh so this is this is the most money that I can make in the area for the fact being that I don't have a car for the fact being that mm-hmm. I ride the bus everywhere for the fact being that, oh, what if when my boyfriend and I do get a car, what if something happens? We got into two car accidents while I was there. Both, both times when we were struggling to get back to work, they were like, hey, day, um, yeah, we need you back at work like immediately. And I was like, hey, I'm taking the bus. The earliest bus comes at five, like 540 in front of my house, which means that I get here at seven something and the bus line doesn't even connect to the job I had I had to uber every when I didn't have a car and I would bus I would have to uber I'd spend 12 bucks every single day to get from the bus Mm -hmm. stop to work and that was with me walking to the Safeway or to the Walmart whichever one my legs would allow me to get to because Mm -hmm. I was so fucking tired every fucking day (sighs) oh I hated that job. I hated that job. That, <laughs> but I did everything that I could for that job. And 
two days before I left, I was coming down the break room stairs. I tripped on somebody's lunchbox because people put their lunchbox on the bottom of the stairs for whatever reason. I cracked my phone. I hit them up like, yo, I cracked my phone and I use this for business. I'm really hoping that you guys can compensate me for this. Didn't hear anything back. What? And I knew I wasn't going to hear anything back. I just wanted them to know how fucking tired I am of their shit. But that's it. And with that being said, shout out to Beyonce and her amazing song (laughs) and for her inspiring people to leave jobs that don't service them and that don't make them feel good. (laughs) The great resignation is in effect. And if it if I would have heard Beyonce's song while I was on the clock, I would have put my song, my phone to the Bluetooth speaker, played it and twerked my way out because fuck (laughs) them. So shout out to Beyonce. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> I'm done. <laughs> it really sounds like they made it hell for you specifically. Yeah. Hell. Yeah. Yeah. And I knew that the manager that E was trying to get me out of there. She was waiting for a good time. So right. I gave her the opportunity. Which doesn't make sense because it you did exactly what you were supposed to do as an employee. As an employee every fucking day. I didn't fucking complain. I didn't do shit. And I wasn't the only one that she pissed off. But I was the only one that she couldn't be all buddy-buddy and jokey-jokey with. The other people who she pissed off, she'd, you know, play jokes. Be jokey-jokey, buddy-buddy, sarcasm. I'd I'd give her the hardest fake laugh and get back to work. I'm like, don't play with me. You're not my friend. I have so much respect for you as a Latina woman. As a Latina woman in this industry... Absolutely. I have so much fucking respect for you, but as a fucking human, fuck off. You don't respect me. And she drove from Tacoma to Arlington every fucking day, talking about two hours to get to work, two hours to get home. Then find a new job. Right, you don't have to be here. If it stresses you out to the point, if you don't have to be here. And but if I if I was to say something like that to her, then I'm out of place. But whenever I hear A like there was an example when A was talking to some of the other coworkers because you know she'd shoot her shit. She's not up as high as E. E's her boss too, you know. Oh. But she um would be like, yeah, so and so was talking about finding a new job. They pay better than it's. And she was she. I heard her say, yeah, go go over to McDonald's. I hear they pay like twenty dollars an hour. We don't need you. Oh. And it's like, huh. That's all that I needed to hear from somebody who's supposed to be managing people and making sure that people at work have good experiences, you know? They couldn't even allocate their fucking jobs, right? But hey, I'm done. I'm done. I am done. Let's talk about Beyonce's song. Damn. I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. that because that... I, I, I don't know how the fuck you had the strength, but you are so fucking strong to Thank just you. stay there and, and have that so much so much control in yourself because a lot of people it took a lot it would yeah Uh, people blew up on her (laughs) i i understand completely why yeah she was not fun but now that's in the past now that's in the past and i'm blessed and i'm grateful and shout out to i'm gonna say your name love because i know you're a listener shout out to uh tanya or Tanya Tatiana um she was the black woman that got hired about two weeks before I left so I don't know if she's still there but if you're still there baby girl I'm praying for you oh really and she she's the listener of our podcast yeah she told me that she loves our podcast 
Oh my goodness. Did you get a chance to like connect with her, exchange any information? The day that I left was the day that I planned on getting her contact number because she was the second shift. So when I'm changing my clothes to get ready to leave, she's changing her clothes to get ready to come in. That was the day that I meant to get her contact info. So, yeah, praying for her. Hope she's doing good. She lives in Everett, so I have a feeling I'm going to see her one of these days, but yeah. Damn. Damn, damn. Yeah. You, you survived. The, oh, the reason that I stayed, it's hitting me every two weeks. Domino's pizza. Girl, Your girl needed to eat. True, 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 true. It sounds sounds like the smallest thing, but when you could barely afford to like buy all the thing, all the groceries, all the things, keep up with the bills, then like a free meal, it makes a huge difference. It makes a huge difference, and I was even able to take boxes of pizza home, so it's like I wouldn't have to worry about cooking on Friday night or eating on Saturday morning. Sometimes even Saturday lunch. You know what I mean? Damn. So that saved a lot of money right there. But now, fuck it. <laughs> How does that yeah. make you feel? Like, do you ever, the position that you have now, do you ever at moments, like, look back at your previous position and just, like, like see the difference? Definitely, definitely. Because people are like, you know, I'll be running all over the place and be, people are like, day, day, like, sit. And I'm like, no, y'all don't know how used to this I am. Like, I'll carry, I do this thing where I'll, like what is it a 12 pack or a 34 pack a 24 pack of water bottles I could stack two of those and I can carry them easy and people will see me do that and they're like yo day do you need help do you need help and I'm like this is what people expected of me every single day ever since I was 18 like I don't I don't need help but like now I'm starting to to be like you know what yeah a little help would be nice with yourself and I'm learning that and I'm surrounded by people that are like yo day don't overwork yourself you don't need to do that here anymore and I'm I'm so grateful for that because I need to hear shit like that. Mm -hmm. These white people that I were working for never told me shit like that. They expect me to work until I was fucking broken, until I was in pain and expected me to go into work in pain and do the same exact numbers that I did the previous day. And when I didn't, then they would be mad. And it's like, yo, are you fucking serious? Not a single appreciation. (sighs) Exactly. Wow. Exactly. And when they did appreciate it, then it was like nothing. It felt like nothing. Do you feel like now you have like higher expectations from your employer? I definitely feel like I'm getting there. I definitely feel like I haven't had the opportunity to look back on how wrong these companies have actually treated me and like appreciate it. Like now thinking right now, I'm over here like, holy shit. Like, it's hitting me. I'm like, wow. They were wrong. (laughs) And I just did what I had to do as an employee to keep my job and make sure that I kept my job. Exactly. And making sure everything was no drama and all that. Like, you did. Exactly. No drama. Yep. I'm so glad that even though that was happening, that you still pushed through um the side hustles that you were doing and did it you know because sometimes that all that happening from work it makes people just kind of numb and and freeze and not dedicate Mm -hmm. their time because how the fuck you can have the energy dedicated to to anything else outside of that when it's constantly your job is constantly beating you down 
<laughs> they really were. Thank you. Thank you. I just, so I dead ass saw. I saw what could happen. You and knew I saw that where we could better. be. <laughs> you knew you deserved better. And like in a personal yeah. way, like you knew you deserved better. And that that is something that I'm so proud that you stuck to and didn't let what they were like treating you and saying to you define you as as Deja you know thank you and thank you for saying that because I still have things that I have to unlearn about what management thought I was and like what I thought I was and you know it's just a whole process of unlearning and relearning and trying to find my actual footing and I'm just grateful that I have this podcast like a place where I could actually be emotional like you know yeah. what I mean because I just I'd be sitting at home talking to my goddamn self I've, <laughs> oh. I feel crazy as hell sometimes oh but it's shit. like if it works it works <laughs> if it works it works exactly and like I don't know I'm just I'm grateful that I have you that I have Latasha, Ja, my boyfriend, Christian. Like, yes, I'm just yeah. grateful because, like, literally every single one of you made me realize that I deserved better. And, like, even on days when I didn't want to record, <laughs> then yeah. there, there would be days when you'd be like, Day, I'm ready. Then I'd be like, oh, shit, Lily's ready. Let me get my shit together. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you helped me in so many re- ways. And, like, there's so many things, you know. Right. <sighs> yeah same thing, i'm grateful same thing there's been so many times where i'm like i really do not want to record i really don't want to be recording right now but i'm like you know what Lily? why not and then we end up talking and then i'm like oh shit either the conversation we had or the topic we talk about is it's either i learn something or i end up mm-hmm. getting something off my chest that i didn't know i needed to get off and it's like so refreshing in a sense mm-hmm. i agree oh my god lily i totally agree okay. i think no the best podcast moments <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> oh i need to blow my nose away <laughs> fuck that job but speaking of jobs and people quitting jobs then beyonce because of this song <laughs> She didn't start it, but when I googled uh, Break My Soul by Beyonce, then articles titled The Great Resignation popped up. And I was like, oh shit, The Great Resignation? Mm-hmm. Let's, like, have, have any of you guys heard of this? Like, what the heck is that? And so uh, let me pull up this article. Beyonce's new single, Break My Soul, released on Monday. The song talks about quitting a job, a worker burnout, alluding to the pandemic era's great resignation labor trend. So, oh, and it also, this article also put me on to something called Quit Talks. Quick Talks? Quit, Q-U-I-T Talks, which are TikTok videos of people quitting their jobs. <laughs> right? I didn't know that was a thing either, and I haven't had the opportunity to pull up any yet. But I think after we record this episode, then we should find some, find our favorite ones, and then try and then post them on the uh, Twitter. Yeah, I, I'm excited to watch them. I know I'm excited to watch a couple too. So, according to Pew Research Center. Majority of workers who quit a job in 2021 cite low pay, no opportunities for advancement, and feeling disrespected. The COVID-19 pandemic set off nearly unprecedented churn in the U.S. labor market, 
widespread job losses in the early months of the pandemic gave way into tight labor markets in 2021, driven in part by what's to be come to be known as the Great Resignations. The nation's quit rate reached a 20-year high last November. So why were people quitting? The pay was low. Mm -hmm. That was a major reason. What else do you think was a reason why people could have quit their jobs? The pay, the, the work environment. Uh... Mm-hmm benefits in a sense because some didn't have benefits and then yeah benefits weren't good yep um i'm trying to think uh customer like how i guess that goes under work well not work environment like how customers treated employers Mm -hmm. Um, that's the ones i can think of pay was too low no advancement for no opportunities for advancement they felt disrespected at work because of childcare issues, not enough flexibility to choose when to put in hours. The benefits weren't good. They wanted to relocate to a different area, working too many hours, working too few hours, and employer required a COVID-19 vaccine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as, the, as that goes lower, then that was uh, less of a, a major reason. Oh, I see. So... This is nuts because uh, (laughs) I remember, so you guys, I worked, I feel like I told this story too, but let me just, just to put it into perspective. When I worked at the marketing agency, uh, we found out about COVID-19 back in January. And then um, a couple months prior, like from November, I was asking them like, hey, could I work from home because I have, I have a good laptop. I have a desk. Um, this is all things that I would be able to do from home at least one to two times a week, um, in order to just save me from the bus ride, you know, it's two hours there, two hours back, damn near. Um, like what could we do? Then they were like, no, I got fired a week before the pandemic went in place. (laughs) And, um, yeah, that, because I asked to work from home. Then once the pandemic came in place, all them niggas was working from home. These fuckers. <sighs> so, I can't. I can't stand some of these jobs. Um, I wish, <laughs> but the Great Resignation that that um, speaks a lot to me because I feel like because of the pandemic, we got granted the opportunity to see work being done from different places like if you are used to working in an office you're you're not able to work from home if say you don't want to work from home you could go to a we work you could go to a starbucks you know whatever have you um and just allowing people to have those options and then with retail workers too because i worked a lot of my work was in retail um i just hated customer facing retail. So I would be in the warehouse part. So I would be the person putting the clothes on hangers, Mm -hmm. running um, items onto the floor, what have you. Um, Why did I bring that up? Oh, (laughs) Um, so all my retail people, I know that it's so much harder too to be able, like you can't work from home in so many of those things. So it's like when it comes to retail, we need to be paid more. We need more more time and more grace and more 
more opportunities for workers to get the job done. Because when I, my boyfriend and I, my boyfriend and I had a lot of jobs together, y'all. We worked at Burlington together, a Burlington Coat Factory. Uh, The one in Edmonds, shout out to them. (laughs) Not really. Um, But we worked at the Edmonds Burlington Coat Factory in the warehouse. We would get there at like four in the morning and then immediately work the truck. We would be we would only have one hour to have to work the truck because immediately we had to sort the items by department so that immediately after they're sorted, we could run them up and quickly make sure that the store is taken care of, all the items are where they need to be before the store opens. And tell me why my boyfriend and I, we were always on the same exact um, department. (laughs) And that department would always be the first one done. They actually gave my boyfriend and I, plus one other dude, shout out to Benson. Hey, shout out to Benson. We love you. Uh, It would be me, my boyfriend, and Benson on home, furniture, kitchen, and pet. And a couple more things too. We had four departments. And then everybody else would have a group of three to four people and they would only have two departments each. How did our four or five departments get finished before all of those other people to the point when when we tried to go back downstairs to get started on shoes, our our assigned task, they were like, yo, Day, Christian, can y'all please go help them up there? Because um, we don't think that they're going to be done in time. And we'd be like, of course, sure, we'll help. We'll freak this shit. We did it so quick to the point where we would take their Hummers put shit away they would still be holding the same damn shit in their hands we'd go downstairs and we'd get started on our job we'd finish so early to the point that we'd have nothing to do jobs hated that shit and now i understand why so many of y'all would rather just hire slow ass people because when when y'all have people that actually get work done and ask you hey what can what can happen next what could happen next y'all get shook Because y'all don't know what should happen next. Because y'all are just as confused. So, that's where I'm going. I'm just going in on all of my jobs. (laughs) Yeah, it's, oh my goodness. I hated so many of those jobs. And I'm thankful that now, you know what? Yeah, transition, fuck bad jobs. Transition into a good job. Um, I had my interview for Zora. Shout out. I'm officially the community manager at Zora. Pew, 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 pew. Um, and I work underneath Latasha. Um, she is the head of community and I am the community manager. So she is my boss on that front as well. And I'm grateful. Um, and shout out to Latasha because she is officially the founder of Zoratopia. We need more black women founders in the space. It is incredible. I'm so happy and so proud of her. She is bringing all of the sauce, all of the vibes, and all of the culture into these Web3 conferences that we need because we need to see more of us on these stages. We need to see more of us getting paid, and we need to have more of us running these events because so much care and so much love gets put into place when people of color, especially women of color, are taking care of these events and running them. So um, anybody in the Web3 space, I really want y'all to... uh, Boy, you better recognize, check the vibes, okay? Don't don't sleep, don't sleep. So yeah, <laughs> that's where I wanted to go. That's crazy, but it's true though. Like a lot of people went through what you went through during the pandemic, and mm-hmm. had enough at some point. E fucking enough, which is exactly why Beyonce's song for a lot of people was that final 
you know, thing that they needed to quit. And I'm glad for so many of these people, you know, for quitting. But also, here's my thing about quitting, too. I I was so scared to quit because I did not want to be at home. I did not want to not have any money coming in. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that scares me about quitting blindly is you all... I don't want to say you always want to have a plan because I didn't have a plan when I quit. And like, you know, you um, I was hoping that the plan did. would come into place. Huh? I said you technically did have a plan. You had something coming up. It wasn't like sealed and and finalized, but you had a plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I had a plan, but also I didn't interview yet. So what if, shout out to D, what if D, the, C, the co-founder of Zora, what if he didn't like me? And what if he told Latasha, you know what, actually... We don't want her as community manager, you know, like anything could have happened. That's very true. And that's where my mind was like when I'm in the middle of the shit, I'm like, yo, what if they don't like me? What if I'm like, you know, I'm so into myself. Right. So I'm here. I'm here for it. And also, let me tell y'all a story about a girl that I met in the airport. Oh my God, I love this. So I ended up leaving New York a day early. I was so damn tired, y'all. And I was like, you know what? I would rather leave Friday evening than leave Saturday early, early morning. Um, And so I got to the airport. I just went straight to my gate. I was like, yeah, I don't need any food. I'm going to just get some food on the flight. Um, I actually thought that I had pre-ordered my food, but when I changed my flight, then the food pre-order didn't go through. So I actually didn't have food on the plane, but that's another story. But I was sitting right next to this chick and I wasn't paying any attention to her. I was in my zone. I was listening to music. Then I had a song switch and there was a moment of silence in my headphones. And I heard her say, I do event planning. I removed my headphone from one of my ears, from my farthest ear, the one that wasn't facing her. So she didn't really think that I was like eavesdropping, but I was. <laughs> and I just listened to her do this. It had to have been in some type of interview because she was like, yeah, I do event planning. I also do graphic design. And um, she just put so much of what she does out there and also so much of like what I'm looking for, like on a personal level, but also like on like um, a professional level. And then at one point, like after three minutes, I put my headphones around my neck. I pulled out my notebook and I pulled out a pen and I started writing down all my information because I didn't know if she was going to get on the exact same plane as me or if, you know, she was just sitting there just to do this interview. And then she had another part of the airport to be. I didn't know. So and then like after seven minutes, I was I low key rolled my eyes. I said, she needs to get off this damn phone. Let me fucking talk to this girl. Um, but she finally got off of the phone and I was like, Hey honey, um, I, I didn't mean to eavesdrop, but like, I hear you do event planning and you're a graphic designer and like, I would love to connect with you. And then I gave her my, um, piece of paper that I wrote and I said, I don't know if you have anywhere to be, but I, I'm the community manager at Zora. I work underneath Call Me Latasha. She was the first woman, she was the first person, period, to put a music video on the blockchain. Like, you know, she's out here changing people's lives. And, you know, we were just in New York for Zoratopia. And she, then we just ended up sitting down and talking and she let me know that uh, she was getting on that exact same plane. She's from Seattle. She's heading back to Seattle. 
and uh, she let me know that her and her best friends flew out there for an exhibit because one of her friends was having art shown at um, an exhibit. But the day that, that they were supposed to get shown, the uh, exhibit ended up closing down. It ended up getting canceled. So then they were all like, yo, we didn't come to New York for nothing. So like, I guess let's enjoy ourselves. So they ended up finding, was it the Balenciaga exhibit or something? They ended up like having a blast. Mm. Um, But she, she, I met her because she was stuck at the airport for two days. She had to sleep in the airport for two days. Um, She was trying to get home back to Seattle, but she couldn't because her flights kept getting delayed. And, um, and I told her, I'm so sorry you had to deal with that. Like, I'm so sorry, but I, I believe in divine timing. And I also believe that you and I were meant to connect. So when I get back home <laughs> and after I sleep for a couple of days, I'm going to reach out to you. Then she's like, I feel you. <laughs> and she she's so sweet. Shout out to Isis. I, I actually meant, mean to hit her up after we uh, record this because I want to see about her doing some Black Me Up merch designs. Mm. maybe get our first t-shirt going Mm -hmm. timing is crazy meant to be yep crazy as fuck and i i appreciate that so much she's like and she was so sweet she was like you know yeah we didn't come to new york for nothing like it was sad but like we 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 ended up having a good time still and i loved that she showed me her art she pulled out her ipad she was like can i show you some of my art i was like yes please you know what i mean and then she was like, thank you so much, because one of my friends told me that for me to show people my art, like, you know, through passing and like randomly is being too aggressive. And I was like, literally, I, I'm so sorry that your friend said that you showing your art to anybody is never aggressive. That's passion. Exactly. And so I really want her to be surrounded by some more people that, you know, yeah that could be supportive as well too because as an artist myself I see somebody that I want to work with and I wish that I could just mock up a design real quick to be like hey this is exactly what I want to do for you but guess what that's not reality so people have to show you their past work so that you could get an idea of what they can do and you just have to believe in their in their vision and you have to also believe in your vision as well so I never want any artist to feel like they're too aggressive for showing people work literally if if you're listening and you're an artist, I don't care what kind of art you do. If you paint, if you do digital work, if you do music, at Black Me Up Podcast right now and tweet it. Like, we're going to retweet it and we're going to share it and we're going to take a look at it. <laughs> yes, please, you are not please. aggressive. I, I would love to just sit and look at people's beautiful work. Literally, it's amazing. And speaking of beautiful work, Lily... Let's go ahead and move on to the fact that we are working on getting your first piece minted. I'm so ready. Yeah. I'm nervous, but also excited. Overall, I'm excited more than nervous, I think. Yes. it's. I think it's super exciting because, one, your work deserves to be seen. Like, only people that you love have seen the work that you do. And I know that you're probably sick of hearing the people that you love saying like, yo, this is incredible because we always say it and because it's so fucking true. And once you see the outside perspective being like, um, Lily, the fuck you do this shit. Uh, that's dope. Like you're going to be like, yeah, I am dope. You want to see this? You want to see this? (laughs) 
Lily gonna have a day where she posts fifty pieces of work on Twitter, and I'm excited for that. I might. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> oh my god, I'm excited because it's it's your time. I'm ready to get you a digital gallery. A gallery, girl. When I people when make I... entire galleries, yes, and that's also what Isis does. Isis curates digital galleries, and she, she creates digital. Uh, What's it called? Digital clothing. Oh, shit. Yeah. I've seen people do that. Mm-hmm. And I know that digital clothing is like hard as hell because one of the things that I know is like, even if like the people are wearing clothes in the image, you still have to create everything like from scratch because yeah. you have to, you know, just so, so much. And I'm like, yo, this is incredible. You're gifted. And yeah, Lily. <laughs> and, uh, I'm excited. Big. I mean... I've never even thought about that even being possible. Even when I worked for, uh, I was an assistant to an art director, like I was in charge of, yes. like, not creating, but getting the gallery ready for a bunch of different <gasps> artists and putting their stuff oh. and things like that. So, so you've curated before? Yes, not my own yes. stuff, but like other people's work, for sure. Exactly. And um, that's a huge skill too, Lily. I guess I just enjoy... I don't know. It, it goes hand in hand with the enjoyment of being somewhat part of it and visualize, like not visually seeing these these products, but then also the artists and getting to mm-hmm. them and, and chit chatting. And it's it's really cool. But I've never imagined me being in that position in the sense of having my stuff in a gallery. It's just crazy. But <laughs> if it happens, it happens. I gotta let it. Exactly. And trust me, it's going to happen. But the fact that you curated, thank you for telling me that because that opens up the doors for me to, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Really? <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. I'm so happy. But I'm y'all, we were walking Lily through, uh, you know, her wallet. Lily is officially lilylegacy.eth. So if y'all want to send our girl some ETH, Please send her some. <laughs> send Please. her some works. <laughs> You're like, yes. <laughs> send her some work. Send her your NFTs. Like, I'm so ready for this. Yeah, send her anything. <laughs> I'm so ready for this. I'm so excited. And I'm so excited for... I'm so excited for this Beyonce album, too. <laughs> I know. Let me get back it's into that. So, long? yes. July 29th, honey, we going to be in Oakland. But by the day that I get home, it should be on my doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I'm excited. I don't know what to expect. What do you expect? It's going to be a full dance album. You think? Mm-hmm. I, I know. Yep. It's going to be a full dance album. And I'm excited for it. Something completely different, something completely, uh, something for Beyonce to expand her audience a little bit because, um, you know, R&B and Beyonce's ballads, those are so niche and so made for the black community, which is one thing that I'm learning. <laughs> like, as I expand, I'm like, damn, Beyonce really does this for us. You know, she's, it's now, it's her time to expand and I'm ready to be twerking to Beyonce and Big Frida in the club. Um, I might actually go with you, Sans and Ty, to the club once that album drops. Uh, we might have to, honestly. We really might. 
And I ordered the vinyl. I ordered it yesterday morning. You did already? Already. Mm-hmm. I haven't even heard the whole damn album, but I ordered it. I ordered two. Wow. One for me and one for my mom. And I need to buy a record player while I'm at it. <laughs> I was going to say, how are you going to play? I mean, you don't really need to, but. Right. But I am. It's going to be <laughs> I'm nice gonna buy a to be able player. to at least use it. Facts. Oh, that's so exciting. I'm ready. Literally the power of Beyonce. <laughs> Seriously. Such a perfect timing. Everything. That perfect timing. And when Beyonce dropped the Ivy Park, what was it called? The Stan Smith, the shoes. Then <laughs> the theme was in the desert. And it's so funny because we had just got back from the desert. And I was like, yo, Beyonce, our alignment right now. And when Beyonce started back posting on Instagram is when I started back posting on Instagram. I was like, Beyonce, you messing with my main character syndrome right now. Don't, don't. <laughs> like, yo, this is hella Truman show right now. It is. Seriously. <laughs> my director is like, okay, go ahead. Okay. And change the Beyonce website. Yep. <laughs> I believe the whole like building character, certain things happening to build character in my story. Like, <laughs> have you seen those memes? <laughs> yes. I don't know why, but I, I feel that fits so well. I'm like, okay, this it is really something does. tremendous is happening. I'm like, okay, this is building character. This is building character. <laughs> yo, no, this is making me feel like the baddest bitch ever. Like, yo, I don't need all this power. And for me to be in Brooklyn, the home of fucking Jay-Z during all this Beyonce, like, yes. no, I was tripping. I was tripping. Oh my and God. during Pride Month and on Juneteenth, bitch, I'm powerful. Yeah. My third eye is open. Like I was she just so surprised looking. that everybody was like, I mean, we're used to it. We're used to working during holidays and shit, but yep. as black people. Right, right. I was right, right, like, right, right. this is amazing that everyone's coming together on this day as well and and supporting each other and, and expressing each other their art and everything it was just so cool to see especially um from your snapchat specifically yes oh i was my snapchat be popping y'all and snapchat's mm -hmm. only for close friends it was so for everybody and I'm people like, who happen to come ooh. across my snap oh she posted <laughs> yes i'm surprised i was trying to make sure i was a bad bitch <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised if i was like your top three views or top two no dead ass you were that's me. I was so happy. I was like, oh no, Lily hasn't seen this yet. Should I repost it? <laughs> yes. Please. But it made me so happy. Yeah, I'm I'm so glad that you got the opportunity to. Because I know how bad you've always wanted to go to New York. Oh, I wanted to go to New York so bad, like my entire life. It was so incredible. And to be there with people from New York, like yeah. originally, I was like, yes. And to be walking with Natasha. Spots all the good ass spots and to be walking with Latasha and for her to like be waving to like homies that she like you know went to school with and stuff and um it was so sweet so sweet we we ended up getting oh man we ended up getting what was it Trini food um and it was my first time eating Trini food and I was like yo Latasha put me the fuck on yes I was so happy you couldn't have gone anywhere better I think to get Trinidad food. Oh, literally blessed. 
but yeah it was an amazing amazing time and y'all if y'all are on our patreon um let me make sure that i got the link correct because i haven't shouted out our patreon in a minute but um if y'all go ahead and become a patron for literally just one dollar y'all one dollar i meant to up them prices at the start of summer but guess what we haven't posted so <laughs> i'm starting to get more active and you guys are going to be able to see some behind the scenes photos and also some little blog posts i'm really making sure that i get up on that because patreon is somewhere where i could utilize just some of the plate the photos and the images that i don't want everywhere yeah so be sure spend up that dollar uh and yeah a dollar makes us holla go ahead and send us a tip and you also get uh vlogs and extra episodes and access to my random mumblings whenever <laughs> lily has no time and i just want to hop on the mic real quick and just talk <laughs> that's cute so thank you hit up black patreon.com slash black me up podcast or visit blackmeuppodcast.podbean.com. Scroll down and you will see a button that says become a patron. And with that being said, we hope you guys enjoyed the episode and we'll see you guys soon. Bye. 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 B